man, is that the Rock News Weekly Podcast? Yeah, man. Well, turn it up, man. This is Rock News Weekly. Every week, we bring you all the latest headlines in rock, metal, indie, grunge, alt, and classic rock news. This week's new releases, this week in music history trivia, movies, pop culture, and more. Follow us on all social media platforms at Rock News Weekly for our quick one-minute weekly update videos. And please give the episode a five-star rating if you enjoy the episode. Now on to this week's episode. We are ready to go. It is time for the Rock News Weekly Podcast. Yes, we are here. We are live. Lalo and Charles joining us. What's up, guys? Hello. Lots of things to talk about this week of January 24th, Season 4, Episode Number 4. This week, we're talking about lots of stuff, including some bummer news from Rage Against the Machine having to postpone Mm. their 2022 spring tour. We'll talk about what new dates they're offering there. Jimi Hendrix's estate is dealing, unfortunately, with members of his band in a legal battle. We'll talk about all that, what that means. David Coverdale has sold his publishing rights for his works with White Snake and Deep Purple. Uh, The 2022 New Orleans Jazz Fest have announced their lineup. We'll go over that with The Who and Foo Fighters and many more on top of that bill. Plus, this week in music history trivia, weekly WTF, and so much more. Of course, all of our links are up at rocknewsweekly.com. Mm. You, sub, uh, you can subscribe for $3.99 a month. Anchor.fm slash rocknewsweekly slash subscribe. We're also now on Google Podcasts, Amazon Audible. And, of course, follow us on Twitch to get notified when we go live. We're trying to do this every week. And our YouTube channel. You just search for Rock News Weekly on YouTube. You guys will find us. Uh, we put our videos up on demand, so we do that. Uh, if you guys miss the live broadcast, you can check it out. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, of course, all at Rock News Weekly. Uh, yes. This this past Friday, January 21st, uh, we had new albums out. Oh, we did! From Aurora, Band of Horses, Billy Talent, Boris, Comeback Kid, <sighs> Kiefer Sutherland, King oh. Gizzard, and the Lizard Wizard. Do- which one are you laughing at, uh, Lalo? Oh, King Gizzard. And King the Gizzard and the Lizard sure. Wizard. Isn't that a great name? I it love it. Amazing. I love it. Uh, they're pretty awesome too. I think yeah, you guys I'm, are really. I'm like glad it. we got I new agree. some new albums. I know. For I know. Three finally, weeks, it was just like. Uh, yeah, but from, remember, every year we do this, and you're like, oh, they don't like towards the end of the year, beginning of the year, they don't really release too much. Yeah, and it people, starts about yeah. the mid December to mid January. It's basically just no releases. It's kind of a. Unless you're a really popular band, I remember Radiohead one time like released their album on New Year's Eve. Yeah, and like it, you know, it was kind of a cool thing. It, it unless you're a really popular band, it's just not a smart move to do that because no, like when I I take vacation time during that time, uh, they're not yeah. reporting the ads to the industry. So it kind of like you're if you release music, it kind of gets buried. You know? Yeah, yeah. Oh, so okay. it's it's better to release it like the first part of the year or maybe like around October. That yeah, way, like, it gives it time yeah. to marinate and settle. But if you if you try and release your music in the end of December, it's gonna get buried. No one's gonna see it. You know that makes sense. Like summer blockbusters. Yeah. Like movies. Yeah. It, you yeah. got you got to think about that kind of stuff. Unfortunately, uh, it really does matter. King, um, King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard uh, sounds like a really fun, like fantasy novel. <laughs> like just yeah, it was two, actually like, a concept yeah. novel from David Crosby. It was a King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. Uh, oh. it, was a, it was a sci-fi take uh, on Lord of the. He was basically ripping off Lord of the Rings. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And he just yeah. he just wrote a coked out crazy story version of it. And he was watching heavy metal, the old heavy metal. Cartoon. Right. Yeah. Watched it one too many times. Yeah. With a bag of mushrooms and just you know came up with that name and there the rest is history. King you know? Gizzard. King Gizzard. <laughs> Down on his luck. 
King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. And hey, coming up on the 28th of January, we got new stuff from Alice Glass, the uh. Eels, Jethro Tull, the Zealot Gene. Okay. What the heck? Huh. Uh, Jethro Tull has a new album. That's kind of crazy. The next variant. Pine Grove and the Urge Zealot Overkill. Dude. I remember them from the 90s. Remember they were on yeah, the Pulp, oh yeah. Pulp Fiction soundtrack. Yeah, I remember Urge Overkill. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they it's they did the cover of... You'll be a woman oh, Girl. Soon. Yeah. You'll be a woman They did the cover soon. of that uh, track. On soon. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, all right, so let's like uh, <laughs> let's get to some tour news. <laughs> this is unfortunate tour news. I hate kicking off the episode with unfortunate tour news, but here's Rage yeah. Against the Machines. Basically, public service announcement, uh, announcement statement. Yeah. Their North American tour with Run the Jewels is now going to be starting on July 9th. 2022 so it was basically they they were they had shows that were beginning in march yeah and they got to push them all back all the ones through may which means the coachella date uh so it makes me wonder what what are they going to do they're probably not even going to do coachella no i mean rage is going to be there travis scott was supposed to be there he's in hot water oh he's in yeah he's <laughs> always in hot water, water. so oh, you, yeah i mean pro- that's probably not going to happen no um, no i mean i'm honestly with the omicron variant it's just like everybody it's so contagious like everybody's getting it. Do you think this is? Uh, they don't. They don't mention that in this statement about anything like that. They just kind of say uh, it just. It's going to start on a new set of dates. Yeah. They don't say anybody in the band has anything, but they they don't say they're concerned about it. But I imagine that's what it is, right? Yeah, yeah. It has to yeah. be. It has to be. I mean, a lot of a lot a lot of bands like this are are reconsidering. Uh, you know, touring and having these. Yeah, giant, they had wishful you know, thinking. Like yeah. they had positive, like, "Hey, we'll be back, ready to go yeah. next year," and it's just not quite there yet, right? Yeah. Uh, let's see. I, I mean, honestly, for those of you in um, in our audience who have not heard uh, the hip hop group Run the Jewels, Zach Della Rocha from Rage Against the Machine does several tracks with Run the Jewels. Oh yeah, and they are all fucking epic they are they're really amazing each one is just is it's just amazing and run the jewels all together even if you don't like rap or hip-hop like if you listen to run the jewels i guarantee you're gonna you're gonna think twice because they're just they're amazing we actually saw run the jewels at aftershock and chris chris here got to interview uh interview them and which is crazy because yeah, yeah, you get the interview. It's on the what? webpage. I did not. Yeah, yeah. It's on rocknewsweekly.com. You actually see Chris and Dahlia interviewing um, LP and Killer Mike. Yeah. Which is crazy because Killer Mike is like huge. He's like actually like huge. I know. He's, he's almost like a political figure now oh, in some yeah, ways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A very yeah. active community member. Yeah. Yeah, that was definitely one of the highlights of our um, Aftershock uh, interviews. Uh, I, I remember that. Uh, that was that was a good one. Yeah, yeah I got to show you that. Uh, yeah, I had no yeah. idea that happened. Yeah, yeah there's some and, pictures. Uh, yeah. I think it's, uh, we got we got a picture up on, um, I know we have it up on uh, the Rock News Weekly website. Let me, uh... Yeah, and LP makes like the sickest beats. I mean, it's just uh, it's just, just so cool. And then when Zach De La Rocha comes on, uh, Zach De La Rocha actually did in the last album. He did it with Pharrell. It was um, it was Run the oh, Jewels, yeah. Zach De La Rocha, and it's Pharrell. Carousel. And it was just uh, oh, it was so cool. It'll it'll go back to it. Let me um, yeah. Let me switch it's it up like here. Oops, sorry. Oh yeah, it was Run the Jewel. Oh that oh that was uh, when we did interviews with like asking Alexandria. Oh let me change oh, yeah. let me change the window so people who. can see what we're doing here. Let May me. I comment? Dahlia. From afar. From afar. Watching from afar. Run the Jewel's interview. 
Uh-huh. Oh, I, yeah. I lo I'm so jealous. I'm whoa, only whoa, slightly whoa. green. What are you with, doing? What are you doing? I'm only slightly so green with jealous rage. About our Run the Jewels interview. So they have like this huge like tent already set up, uh, uh, like a stage coach type thing. Yeah. And so Chris and I go into their like huge little setup that they have on, and and they're already smoking. And I'm like, can I just use the restroom real quick? And they're like so kind. Yeah. You got contact in the restroom. Well, in their restaurant, <laughs> they had like all their producers and their camera guys, and so I was able to sit on this couch. Chris is on this couch, and you know they were smoking, doing whatever they were doing. Yeah. Is that was that Coachella or was that aftershock? That was aftershock. Oh, aftershock. I thought it was Coachella because, oh, no. I, I'm thinking a uh, 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 dual. Well, they played. They played at 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 Coachella. No, you're thinking of Greg Dooley from the afternoon. I am, I am, I am. <gasps> Crow's Milk. I was going to say, look at the graphics for that. That was Crow's really milk. good. And Crow Reserves that uh, Aaron did. Oh, yeah, those are... And Balljack, cool. look. Oh, Balljack. Uh, oh, say, so, audience, are, 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 these are the commercials. These are the uh, advertisements for our commercials. Sorry, Dahlia. I, I got, we all got excited. No, no, no. There yeah. it is. There's oh, the, yeah, there oh, it is. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> that's dope. Yeah. That's oh, awesome. my so gosh. That's, that's that the, was so fun. Oh yeah, we uh, yeah. Anti yeah. Flag, we interviewed them that year as well. It yeah. It's like so fun. You know what the awesome part is? Is everyone's so accommodating. Like we're all just regular people. Yeah. So. Anyway, That's true. Anyway, we That's get true. In, we get into their trailer, and you know they're doing their own thing, smoking, drinking. We're just chilling, and uh, I was I I felt intimidated. I was like, I don't even know how to speak to these guys right now, you know? I'm yeah. a little yeah. person. I feel like they're like up here, I'm little here. Yeah. But they were just like, oh no, you're cool, you're chill. It's all good. And, you know, yeah. we had a really great interview. They were awesome. They were really good. That's nice. That's all. I, w I would love to have that opportunity. That's that's, well, that's we will really in the future, cool. I think. I think I know, we're right? going to keep going with Thank this you, Dahlia. And, and doing all that. Thank yeah. That, and that for, and that for that this story. week of Rock News Weekly was Dahlia's moment. Dahlia's that was Tilda Sweeney Do. Tilda Sweeney Do. My, my God. God. My God. Brought, brought to you by Krill Reserve. That's right. <laughs> Number one, Baleen Filter. Krill Reserve, the big, uh, the big uh, festival sponsor for uh, the New Orleans Jazz and Heritage Festival. Oh, I yeah. I can totally see that, yeah. Oh, All right, chicken marrow nubbins. I know, right? Oh, chicken marrow. He's got I'm a chicken, chicken marrow nubbins right there in his hand. He's oh, he does. That's this little chicken marrow nubbins That's, right there. That it looks like chicken marrow nubbins, or it also looks like the Olympic flame, or it looks like a big <laughs> shrimp, or it looks like a very small seal. It looks like he has like a lobster. Just for like a hand. with balancing a ball. He has a lobster claw. Yeah, lobster claw. He's a lobster, claw. Claw. lobster man. <laughs> That's what his hand is. He's just lobster like lobster man. I'm a lobster man. <laughs> I'm a lobster like, man. His, <laughs> That's his jazz claw. All right, check it out. Look at this is a I, you know what I love about the New Orleans Jazz wow. Festival is how deep and diverse this lineup is every year. It's it seems like it just it's always one of those it's Whoa. one of those ones for me that I want to see. It's a bucket list festival. I'd yeah. love to go see this sometime. Ludic, uh, Ludic maybe Chris not this year, you... maybe next year. Maybe we'll do it next year. Um, but I think we should go, man. I think it would be a blast. I think we should go, and then I think we should turn our backs on the Black Crows. <laughs> <laughs> just turn around. Hold our arms and turn and say, around. No, not black for me. Crows. Just go be like, mm, mm, not for me. No, <laughs> no, black crows. 
What's Ludacris no. doing there? But, uh, Ludacris? What, yeah, so yeah. What, what stands out to you guys out of this lineup off the, off, off just reading it? Let me scroll down just a tiny Ooh, bit. CeeLo so Green's can... tribute to James Brown. Okay, Woo! that's cool. That sounds cool, right? Woo! And then Ziggy Marley, Songs of Bob Marley. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, that's pretty awesome. Trombone yeah. Shorty and Orleans Avenue. Trombone Shorty, if you guys have never seen that guy, definitely YouTube and check him out. Yeah. He's an amazing talent, super young. Well, he's not young anymore, but I remember oh. like 10 years ago, he was like the phenom on the music scene of like, have you heard Trombone Shorty? Oh my God, he's this amazing trombone player. And he was just like all over the place and yeah. really good and mo modern. He did kind of different stuff for kind of the trombone and jazz music. And yeah. yeah, he's a trailblazer. So definitely check him out. Nice. Elvis Costello on there. Okay. Um, um, what do you think? Uh, Erica Badu, gotta love Erica Badu. Um, well, well, you know, to The Who, Stevie Nicks, and Foo Fighters, that's a, that's a concert all I know, right? In itself. Oh, yeah. Um, Foo Fighters yeah, is Luke everywhere. Combs. Third uh, World. Third yeah. World on the, the left there in the middle. That's a, an original reggae group from Jamaica. Those guys are okay. super legit. Third nice. World, those guys are really good. Uh, nice. It's it's cool to see just the, um, the diversity. One of my yeah, favorite yeah. New Orleans artists right here. Kermit Ruffins and the, and the barbecue. barbecue I was looking at that nice. one. That dude is like a legit barbecue like master, I guess. Like he's uh, renowned in New Orleans for his actual barbecue stuff. Okay. And, and he his show is like a barbecue, um, traveling barbecue like show. I think I've seen it. It's so cool. I think it's on YouTube, right? Yeah, you I don't YouTube? know. Maybe yeah. it is, but he's like a yeah. really flamboyant dude. He's like really cool. Kermit Ruffins and the Barbecue Swingers. Check them Ooh, out, man. Ziggy He's Marley. So cool. Songs of Bob Marley. Ooh, that would be that that's cool, right? Ricky Skaggs and Kentucky Thunder. Dope. Tribute to Art and Charles Neville with the Funky Meters and the Neville Brothers Band. I know. It takes up one whole line. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. it should. They're, they're New Orleans legends. That's, like, really cool yeah. right there. Uh, yeah. So that, that looks like an awesome lineup. Uh, John Cleary and the Absolute Monster Gentleman. Like that. <laughs> I like that. That's a great name. I like that. Uh, yep, I've heard uh, New Orleans Nightcrawlers. I've actually heard them. Don Vappy um, and the Creole Jazz Serenaders. Okay. Dr. Michael White and the original Liberty Jazz Band. Mohawk Hunters Mardi Gras <laughs> Indians. I like it. Uh, sleep at the Wheel. Uh, oh, look stuff. at the bottom one. Original New Orleans Lady Bump Buck Jumpers and Social <laughs> Aid and Pleasure Club. <laughs> <laughs> I love great. it. That's I love great. it. I'm all over that. And I bet it's some badass, Look some badass uh, Look New Orleans yeah. jazz fusion. Dude. Hey, you metamaniacs. Oh, I know, huh? Yeah, what's up? I know. Uh, all right, I so check it. it out. Uh, they made this statement. I don't know if you guys remember last week we were talking about Juice Priest a little bit. And they were saying that Andy Sneap, who's been on the road with them for a number of years, was not going to be joining them on tour. Hmm. Well, now they're backtracking on that statement. And they're saying the exact opposite. It says, Hello, Metal Maniacs. Given all that has recently evolved and transpired, we have decided unanimously as a band to continue our live shows unchanged with Rob, Ian, Richie, Scott, Andy, and Glenn joining okay. us whenever he's able. So see you all together as we forge ahead celebrating blah, blah, blah. Nice, nice. So he's back in the group uh, for the touring thing. And here's the thing, I guess. Uh, Sneep, uh, Andy Sneep, like commented on Facebook or Instagram, like he's like, "What? I'm not going on tour." Like yeah. he had no idea, and he was like totally blindsided by it. Well, that's weird. Yeah. So. Uh, and Andy Sneep sounds like uh, on his off time he goes and teaches wizardry uh, just... with Harry Potter and friends. <laughs> <laughs> Professor Sneep, Professor, Professor Sneep over here. Yeah. <laughs> 
Snake rock and roll magic. All right. <laughs> He's like, yeah. He's doing that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right, all right. Check it out. Slipknot. Slipknot is coming with uh, the Knotfest Roadshow with a bunch of tour dates. Oh, within this moment. Nice. I don't know if that's Ginger. Oh yeah, J I N G E R. Ginger. Oh yeah. Oh, and Ginger. Then Cypress Hill and Horror. Oh, nice. Yeah, horror. 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 <laughs> They're gonna be on tour this summer. Oh, uh, I like it. And March. Uh, well, I guess this spring and summer. So March. Look at they they got two legs of the tour. So you get leg one here is kicking off in North Dakota and then it's British Columbia ends in Brit so it's kind of the Midwest, a little Ooh. bit of the south and the north. And then leg two is kind of the east coast and then Colorado comes out to the west. We got Chula Vista, Las Vegas, Chula Vista. Nothing really here in California for Northern California no. at this time. So, no. Chula I mean, that, that's pretty dope. That's a good Slipknot, tour, though. Cypress Hill. Yeah, that's pretty cool. That's a nice little mesh. All right, check it out. mesh of characters, if you will. Here's a picture of this group before and after. Can you tell me who this group is, guys? Who? What? It's a 90s rock group uh, that you would definitely recognize and know. Uh, is it? It does. Yeah, maybe. Okay, maybe Jim it is Blossoms. Jim Blossoms. Okay. Um, I'm gonna go with um, if Silverchair and the Black Crows had babies <laughs> together and produced this funky um, Cole Medina that we see in front of us now, and it looks like the dude in the back with the Hard Rock Cafe shirt is actually a little person. <laughs> Gibby. I think oh, it's possible. It's possible that that is a so which Professor one? Which one is He's like the what? only guy that doesn't change. Yeah, like all of them look drastically different, and well, then that dude on the left is just the exact same. I think well, yeah, this is that guy, right? Yeah, well, the dude on that's the very a, right yeah, with him. the uh, with his long sleeve T-shirt tucked into his pants looks like like any day at any day after this is the day he decided to be a serial killer. This dude right here lost <laughs> all his hair. He's right here. Look at that's him. Oh okay, He's that's like him. Yeah, that's him. It's gotta be him. Yeah. Oh, he turned into like He's Maynard, but sad. Yeah, because this yeah. guy is right is it, here. <laughs> it can't like, be this live. This right here, right? It like, can't be uh, live. This hat dude is right here. That's this guy. Oh, man. Audience, who is this? This Who's, dude is, who is this? this dude, I think. And then this dude is this dude? I don't know. I don't yeah, know. I who knows? Tell. It's Jim Blossom. It is Jim Blossom. <laughs> oh, got it. And they're celebrating 30 miserable years on the, on the road. <laughs> yeah. So that's what they're calling the tour, which is kind of funny. Yeah, Gin Blossoms. Um, okay, I'm, I'm completely. Um, I'm at a loss here. What is? What do Gin Blossoms? I know Gin Blossoms was a band in the '90s, but what the? What do they sing? Uh, like they sing Hel "Hey, uh, Hey Melanie" or whatever. <laughs> hey, 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 jealousy. Hey, jealousy. Hey, jealousy. Hey, Melanie. Melanie. <laughs> and, then, and then, uh, is that? Do they sing that? I think so. Oh, okay. And then found out about you, right? I think that's one. Uh, and then follow yeah. me down. Follow I, you. No, follow you down. Follow just, you down. I never got into Jim Blossoms. No, I guess, yeah, they're one I, of those like '90s kind of bands. You yeah. Know, right? 
and they're on tour with your oh. favorite bands, guys. Oh. They, they were so Lolo? they were like. I was just ragging on I them. I know you were just saying. Just you ragging. love the bare naked ladies. They, well, now you can go see them. <laughs> the worst Canadian Chickety people alive. Chickity China, China, China chicken. chicken. Uh, it's like uh, there was. Go see it live with the, the gym blossoms. Were they the one band who's like? Oh no no no! You're confusing. Yeah. That's uh, Third Eye Blind. Oh, Third Eye Blind. They're they're worse. You know all the men. <laughs> they're know, far all, worse. Like, this is a crazy coincidence, but they're all the members worse. of that band went blind. <laughs> oh, every single one. None of them had a third eye. Either. None of them had a third eye. It was, they're it just was all sad. Yeah, they wished that they had a third eye. Right? Oh, yeah. So, so check them out with the bare naked, bare naked ladies, toad oh, the wet God. sprocket. And Jim Blossoms. That is a totally 90s lineup right there. I have a history of taking on my shirt. That'll be a fun show, though. I don't know. Uh, It's mostly East Coast dates there. Doesn't look like anything for us. Sounds like a bunch of hosers, eh? Oh, actually, we do get some uh, in the second. Oh, so there's first leg and then second leg. Uh, Oh, wow. Oh, so Paso Robles at Vina Robles, June 11th. Cool. Uh, LA. That'll be our date right there. Well, if you guys want to go down to Paso Robles and you want to... Drink some Mai Tais. Oh, and look at this, too. Eat peanuts and go see the bare naked ladies. And then. <laughs> that sounds like a fun night, doesn't stare it? Stare at a white, white <coughs> wall for the rest of the night. You can go hang out and look at your wall and uh, have maybe Sesame Street playing in the background and something chill. Yeah. That got dark, Charles. <laughs> oh. I don't know if that's. I don't know. That we I don't doubted. know if that's dark. Yeah, that was kind of dark. Isn't that kind of Staring at a wall listening to Sesame Street? Yeah, that's kind of. Listening to Sesame Street, eating white ice cream, looking yeah, at see, a white that sounds, wall. Yeah. Oh. Just, it's like the pure vanilla ice just cream. Just so sad. Right. Yeah, oh, that that's man. what that that's what that concert should should uh make you feel it should make you feel sad. That should be the poster. A child like eating ice cream. I did staring looking at, a at wall. like drywall. Yeah. I basically it's all just one giant metaphor for just blandness. blandness. Got it's it. Just bland. But you know, I, I don't know why I threw Sesame Street in there. Well, yeah, Sesame you Street know, what Sesame bland. Street ever do to you besides I love Sesame you know, Street. Teach your children, you know. I how to count. Yeah, I know. For you know, whatever. Okay, no, no. About cookies. Maybe, maybe no, no. Since most of them are Canadians, maybe it would be Caillou, right? Oh. So it's got Caillou in the background, and you're watching. You're looking at a wall. Nobody likes just Caillou. Like wall, Nobody and likes and you're Caillou. And just eating like like the blandest ice cream, just like staring, and that's like the rest of the night after that. That sounds, yeah, such it sounds a like terrible kid show. It had like no moral lessons. It was, yeah, it was just a breath. Horrible. It's just breath. a bad kid. <laughs> You're just eating slices of Wonder Bread. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Uh, all right, well, another tour that probably isn't, I don't know, the most, most appealing, but hey, you know, 311, they're still doing their thing. They oh. Got, they got 311 day coming up. They always do it every year on March 11th. They They're didn't alive? Do it, they didn't do it last year, but yeah, it's 311 Day on March 11th. Is that 311 Day? Yeah, 311 oh. Day is a thing that they do every year where it's like a big We're March 11th. You see, they're going to be at Las Vegas on 311 Day okay. in Las Vegas. Cool. They do, they do a whole kind of deal where it's like a big thing for their band. So Good for you, 311. Yeah, I, I know. Yeah. Good for you. They're still doing it. Nothing out Good. here on the West Coast besides Good. that, though. Is Amber not the color of I know. Oh, right? they sing Come that on. song. That's right. That's right. Oh, look at this. Okay, so here's a, here's a new festival that they're announcing. It's called When We Were Young. Oh, okay. With My Chemical Romance, Paramore, Bring Me the Horizon. Bring Me the Horizon. Look at I all love these Bring me the horizon. late 90s, Ooh. early 2000s bands here. Jimmy World, we saw them open up for Incubus. Oh, we did. Mm-hmm. We did. Um, so what do you guys think of that one? So I'm, I, I w- I, so honestly, like I'm not a huge fan of a lot of these bands. I am a huge fucking fan of Bring Me the Horizon. 
Like, I love Bring Me the Horizon. Right. So yeah. I would. They any, almost seem yeah. kind of like the oddball out of out of they all. These. Yeah. Like they seem they like do. quite a bit heavier than any of these bands on here. Yeah. Yeah. Big time. Um. But yeah. So that's happening. It's, so uh, yeah. When we were young, festival. Oh, in Avril Las Lavigne Vegas. is just like. Yep. Avril Lavigne is like, oh, why am I not on this? She's, she's there. She's, no, she's there. Is she? Oh, you're right there. Oh, right she's there. right there. Oh, oh, because her name looks like the cover of a Cabbage Patch Kid. <laughs> um, it looks like, no, the other ones. Card. The um, the Garbage Pail Kids. Oh, the Garbage... Uh, Cabbage Patch Kids. Garbage Pail Kids. <laughs> garbage Pail <laughs> <Yeah>. Kids. <laughs> Same thing. Same thing. Uh, same thing. Uh, cabbage right. garbage. Oh, look at this! Look at this! I I wanted to show this festival just because of how cheesy and bad it looked. Oh, puddle it's got Sugar mud. Ray. It's got Sugar Ray, Scott Stapp, and Puddle of Mud as the headliners, Me with machine. Matt Pinfield as the host for it. Oh wow! It's got the Honeymoon Rockfish in Oklahoma City. Right. Yeah. Many people are gonna get married. Yeehaw! Look at that Puddle of Mud. Oh wow! Scott Stapp, Sugar Ray. Okay, uh, Candlebox, yeah. Saliva, <laughs> Eve 6. Oh, man, there's so, mud in a blender. There's so much 90s. What? What are you doing? Super 90s. And now a message from one of our sponsors. Kids, 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 kids. Do you like corn? Do you like camp? Are you tired of the same boring routine in that dull Midwestern opiate-infested farm town? Punching walls in the arms of your friends and moshing in your stepdad's basement like a freak? Are you a freak? You're a freak! <laughs> then head down to our kids' camp in sunny Bakersfield, California, where we've remodeled 40 acres of shitty asphalt, old dollar stores, and tire shops into an Iowan-style corn maze and campground just for you, freak! Two weeks of 10 hour a day camp courses brought to you by our favorite new metal group, Corn, Corn, Corn. Each day is jam packed with individual lessons from these grindy, whiny, screaming giants of rock, including Wednesday to Sunday, four hour nightly sessions on head bandana folding straight from bassist Reginald Fieldy Arvizu, a daily two hour nature walk. Spotting both alive and dead ground squirrels with James Monkey Schaefer on the side of California's infamous Interstate 5. Yeah! An incredible three hour long daily lesson with frontman Jonathan Spunky Davis on how to effectively ruin a hard ass song with the 30 second interlude of whiny voice and out of sync instruments. As a special treat, former band member Brian Head Welch personally crawls under the blankets by your feet to wake you at 4 a.m. with fervent prayer whispers, then leads you to a wet spot in a lawn where he anoints you with the soot in the name of evangelical Jesus Christ. Brothers, only do not use your freedom as an opportunity for the flesh, but through love serve one another. That's pretty disturbing. Bless, 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 bless. Hour of Power by 10-time Academy Award nominee and Moon Children of Bogonathon cult veteran, Tildy Sweeney-Doo. My God! Bedtime loudspeaker reading of Maze for the Gods, unearthing the 9,000-year-old history of corn, and much, much, much more! So tell your parents to get online now, you freak! Wow, corn camp sounds so cool. 
they better fucking bust out that almost maxed out credit card and visit www.corncampwithallks.com and bust a load of 2K on the best damn three weeks of your life at Corn Camp. Corn Camp. Corn Camp. Not an officially licensed product. Corn Camp not legally tied to ban corn. Special taxes and rates may apply. Not available to residents in the state of Wisconsin or to Fred Durst or any Limp Biscuit affiliates. All rights reserved. Rocknewsweekly.com. There's nope. so many Don't derail 90s. us. Don't derail us. That's, that's a <laughs> shitty show. Matt Pimfield. He was, he oh, was really? a cool guy. Yeah. Remember that show? Don't you remember that no, show? No, no, no. I no. It's horrible. It, why, well, why okay, so what year was it? Pimfield Sweet. What year was it? It's bad content. Wait, what? Bad content. What year was it? In Nin- the 90s. Was it late 90s? Yeah, probably. Yeah, I wouldn't have been. I wouldn't. I don't think I was even watching TV at that point. No, it was. It was a bad MTV show where Matt Pimfield like had his own show. It's called the Pimfield Suite. Oh, okay. He bring bands in there and he talked to them like he was all cool, and then they play like music videos and stuff. Okay. Yeah. I'm. 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 When I when I was doing MTV, I was doing like Headbangers Ball. It was right after like all that. It was basically gotcha. that was a good era. Yeah, that that yeah. was a good era. So you didn't miss yeah. much. And you're not gonna miss much if you don't see that. I, I still cool. remember. I still remember the night that they originally aired Soundgarden outshined on Head, Headbangers Ball, and I was with my cousin, and we were like this. <laughs> we were like, "What is this?" And then they, and I still remember when they played. I still remember. Um, I, I like. I think we were glued to the TV set the first time they played uh, the video for Tool Silver. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It just okay. completely blew my mind. Like, what is this? But like, yeah, those, those videos were, huge. were crazy, man. Yeah, and yeah. that that was back when um, the real pretty lady was host. It was the dude, the super grungy dude with the long hair, and then there was a the super pretty lady named um, like Kennedy. Buff Tabith Tabith Soren. No, she was the redheaded one. The the same Kennedy. lady, the same downtown lady who, Julie Brown. She went on to no. This lady was on Headbangers Ball. She she actually um she her name was like Buff or something like that or Buffing. or or no she was on Buff. Dumb and Dumber she was on Dumb and Dumber she played one of the assassins that were like going at you guys got really? an audience you guys got to know this Buffy the Vampire so. it, you know. got you got to know this uh, you got to know this <laughs> you, somebody throw throw us a nobody's, somebody nobody's helping nobody's helping nobody's helping nobody's helping I'm you got you got to look it up on your phone or something yeah. I don't know. All right, so let's yeah. move on with some rock news, though. This week, Avril that. Lavigne's uh, new album is coming out in February. They just uh, detailed some uh, details, or released some details about the album. Some tracks she has with uh, Machine Gun Kelly, Mark Hoppus from Blink-182, and also Black Bear. Uh, Travis Barker is producing the album, and it's on Travis Barker's DTA Records. So that one's coming out on February 25th. And it's her first new music since 2019, uh, and her first full album, so... If you're a fan of Avril Lavigne, check that out. It's coming out next month. Um, all right. Duff. 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 Her name was Duff. No idea who it is. I wasn't even alive. Yeah, that's what she looks like. I kind of remember that name. Yeah. Duff. Yeah, Duff. Oh, yeah. She was yeah. one of the... Let me, let me kill them both. Yeah, yeah. Let me, let me do them both. Yeah, exactly. Let me do them both. Yep. I'm from Dumb and Dumber. Yeah, that's right. Yep. That's cool. Oh, look at this guy. Here I go again. Yeah. Oh, that's him? That's him. David Coverdale. He sold Love his it. music publishing, master rights, and master rights royalties to Round Hill Music Royalty Fund Limited. Okay. Uh, they don't say how much, 
but you know he's got quite a catalog with White Snake and Deep Purple, and so yeah, so it's it's a big deal. A lot of these artists we were talking about it seems like every week or every month, a significant artist is selling off their uh, yeah. yeah their publishing and master rights. That's where the mu- the money's at uh, these days in terms of. Uh, Hard to believe that that picture taken on the left, like in 1989, he actually looks, uh, he's probably like 20 years younger than us, and he looks like he's like maybe 73. Yeah. He looks, yeah. um, Or like 40s at least. Okay. Uh, All right. (laughs) Or like 40s at least. Look at him. Foo Fighters, their net worth was revealed. Their individual net worths were tabulated by Metal Castle. Dot net. Not surprisingly, they're pretty looking pretty good here. So, look at Dave Grohl, 320 million for his net worth. Yeah. Taylor Hawkins, yeah. 50 million. Nate Mendel, 50 million. Pat Smear, 25 million. Chris Shiflett, 45 million. And then Rami Jaffe on the keyboards. Oh, everybody's favorite Foo Fighter, Rami Jaffe. <laughs> everybody. Uh, Taylor Hawkins, I'm actually surprised he's not more than that because he was with Alanis Morissette. I know, right? Before, yeah. Before yeah. This. That's very true. And Nate Mendel, he wasn't, I mean, he was with Sunny Day Real Estate, but that, oh, was, that yeah. was about it. And that was a great band. But God loves Sunny Day. Uh, Such a huge fan. Cool. So good for them. I mean, those guys, you know, love them or hate them. They're fucking, they're cool dudes. They just yeah. seem like a, a group of a cool dudes. Big you know? time. Which one's the keyboardist? <laughs> Must be this guy. Yeah. Rami Jaffe, everybody. Hey, what am I doing here? All your favorite keyboard riffs on Everlong and... Yeah. He's in the middle, right next to Dave. Yeah. He's... Oh, I see it. I can see the... You can see it. You can see it. Yeah. Yeah, you can see it. All right. Uh, All right. Let's move on here. Five mil. Jimi Hendrix Estate is battling the experienced members' heirs. So... Noel Redding and Mitch Mitchell were in the Jimi Hendrix Experience, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so unfortunately, the Hendrix Experience LLC and Sony Music preemptively filed a lawsuit against the estates of these guys. Rolling Stone is reporting the legal action was prompted by a letter sent to Sony last December from British attorney Lawrence Abramson <laughs> claiming the label owed Redding and Mitchell's estates performance royalties for some three billion streams of their songs. Yo, that's not the dude who killed Jimi Hendrix, right? I know, right? Uh, that's no, it's not. That's not the same. Who guy. is the guy? That was, that the was manager. a producer, right? No, it was his was manager. manager. Yeah, I forget what his yeah. name was, but that's not him. I think he's dead. Look that shit up, audience. But yeah, that's Seriously. true. Uh, yeah, yeah, supposedly there's some uh, very. Uh, kind of convincing foul play that was detailed there. Oh, yeah. So anyway, Experience Hendrix and Sony's lawsuit was filed, um, and basically they're saying the defendants, Mitch and Redding Estates, threats of suit have created a real and reasonable apprehension of liability. I don't want to talk about the legal thing, but it says neither Redding nor Mitchell ever asserted an ownership interest or any other performer's rights in the recordings. So that's a good point. I yeah. mean, they, if they've never... Back then, they didn't want any, you know, kind of ownership rights involved. Why are they trying to claim them now? Right. Basically, their argument. Um, So we'll see. Um, It says the Hendrix estate is seeking a declaratory judgment, saying that those contracts are still valid. According to the Hendrix and Sony brief, Noel and Mitch signed documents in April of 73 and 74, releasing the Hendrix estate from legal claims and agreeing not to sue them. So if they have those documents, I don't see how they could argue that. Yeah, yeah. For sure. 
It just sucks when that stuff kind of happens. You yeah, know? absolutely. Um, hopefully, this doesn't go the the way of the kind of Vicky Cornell I know. type thing where we're kind uh, of long, like some long drag, dragged out thing. Yeah. Lalo, um, if you scroll back up to that really quick to that story, okay. So with all that being said, what's the one thing? I just want to see if it's it's very similar. What's the one thing that's jumping you out, jumping out at you about this story? About the, the story or the the uh, picture anything. of Jimi Hendrix? Uh, well, the story specifically, the words. The words? Yeah. Dude, nothing specifically. Nothing? Really? Okay. Huh. I was just testing you. For me, it's the fact that, that his parents named him Mitch when his last name was Mitchell. Oh, that yeah. That is very odd to oh, me. Oh, no, that is weird. That his first name is Mitch and his last name is Mitchell. That's unfortunate. <laughs> I'm a poor guy. I probably got yeah. bullied like all throughout school. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It's like if somebody named their son John and last name is Johnson. John John or Don Johnson. Just no, no John just, Johnson. Chris, I know Chris like, Chris Christopherson. Chris Christie. Chris Christie. <laughs> Dahlia <know>, Delilia. <laughs> Delili. Charles Charleston. Charles Charleston. <laughs> <laughs> I bet there's a Charles Charleston out there. <laughs> Uh, all right. Charles all Chad right. Charleston. Charles Chad. <laughs> Coming at ya. Hey, check it out. I'm Sinister Gates, and I'm going to give away this guitar to a cool kid who deserves it, I guess. Oh, yeah. Look at that guitar. But Whoa. it is badass. That's cool. That cool. I, I like his signature guitar. It's pretty fucking cool. His right. guitar looks like it could take off any second. I know, right? <laughs> like it just it's going to fly into the stratosphere. That's all right. so cool. All right, check it out. We're, let's I watch love this. It. Oh, and it says fuck cancer on it. I like it. I like it. Okay, so they're gonna surprise this kid with a a Sinister Gates signed guitar, delivered personally by Sinister Gates himself. All right, let's get it to looks the part like it's not it's not showing the video. Oh, it's not. No, is it, is it not? No, it's actually. Oh, oh, I gotta do the transition. My bad. Oh, there you shit, go. Shit, shit, shit. It, well, you didn't miss anything. You didn't miss anything. I don't. It's still not showing it. Well, it was, oh, there we it go. Is, it's on delay there. Oh yeah. Is that Guns N' Roses in the background? Yeah, it does sound like it. It is. It sounds like a Paradise cover City. band though. It sounds like a covered band doing it because they probably can't afford the legal rights to that. Oh, so they just slightly change it up. Yeah. Oh hey, who are you? Look at him. He looks like. Oh, you have a guitar? <laughs> oh, no way. Oh, this. This guy doesn't look as enthused as I was going to say, be. yeah. Ew. He said, uh huh. Uh huh, yeah, and, and who are you? Uh, is he wearing a Tenacious D shirt? No, he's wearing. That was a shirt that was at uh, Spencer's. Oh. I took a picture of that shirt. I it's got like a, one of the tarot card things. Oh, gotcha. Oh, no. That's a that's a Black Craft Cult shirt. Oh, oh yeah, the Black Craft uh, yeah. from uh, Aftershock. Yeah, yeah. Lalo's got company. a bunch of the. Yeah. They make awesome uh, clothing. Sponsor us, uh, Blackcraft. 
Uh, I know, right? Dude, send me a guitar. Send me a guitar. So he still just doesn't act like very enthused. I was going to say, he just... I know. It's, it's such a cool thing. But, I mean, kids, they're, they're probably just kind of, like, overwhelmed and kind of, like, they don't know how to act. Oh, you know? yeah. <laughs> this is so... Yeah. <laughs> oh, <what>? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well. Okay. Well. well okay. Yeah. Uh, good old, good old Sinister Gates. There. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He said that was nice that we gave this kid a guitar. Now we can go get <laughs> shit faced white girl hammered. That <laughs> <laughs> what a pleasant experience. <clears throat> That's great, isn't it? Yeah. That's great. Now we can go do cocaine <laughs> off of somebody's back. Yeah. <laughs> now we got that out of the way. <laughs> Good deeds for the All right, day. check it out. Rock birthdays. Charles, take it away. Oh, my God. Okay. It's your favorite rocker. Oh, oh wow. <laughs> okay, here we go. First, before, you know, before I, before I actually talk about this, talk about this, I need to talk a little bit about and cue the sad music here. So, uh, Robert Ritchie. Growing up in the ghettos of Detroit in his 16-room mansion. Yeah, real, living cars. it real tough. Yeah, Li living in that a, mansion. Living a in a that tough, tough trailer world. park life. Tough, because he's a trailer park guy with his father's multi-million dollar business <laughs> and everything that he wants, and he has absolutely no needs. But he is straight out of the ghettos yeah, of, of Detroit, that's right. Chicago, the South? I'm not sure at this point. Anyway, he's 51 years old, and he's been living some hardships, folks. He just released one of the shittiest new songs anybody has ever heard. Kid Rock. Right, that's enough Kid about Rock. him. Ladies and gentlemen. I know, right? Why are we even giving him airtime? Why are we giving him airtime? Time. It's so funny, though, that he grew up so wealthy. It's yeah, like so, I love how they so found funny. that out and like made a big deal out of it. Oh, and yeah. It's great, because he tries to be like he's from the trailer park. Oh, yeah. He's from the streets or whatever. Yeah, exactly. He's like, like just, I've seen pictures of his home. Like, he's just, just wealth. <laughs> That's all. Like, he might as well just be like Scrooge They showed McDuck, an aerial like, shot. Yeah, and it was like Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous. It's yeah, not yeah. a joke. His <laughs> yeah. dad lives, it's like a huge yep. mansion. It's crazy. If it wouldn't break all the bones and in your body, you'd be Detroit, swimming in coins. And especially in Detroit, like, where it's such an impoverished, like. I know. And they're, they're living in a mansion. Yeah. Like, and he's acting like he's from Detroit, like, yeah. from the streets or something, and it's. It's yeah, it's crazy, man. Yeah, just rap about how you grew up wealthy, dude. <laughs> Make rock songs those would about be some that. Great, yeah, those yeah. would be some great uh, lyrics, I'm sure. You know. Yeah, exactly. All right, uh, Mick Taylor, former guitarist, The Rolling Stones. He is 73 and he is still plugging along. Nice job, Mick Taylor. Here we go. Uh, <laughs> Dewey Bunnell. <laughs> Dewey Bunnell. <laughs> Dewey Bunnell. <laughs> Singer guitarist America. America. That's America. Right. Uh, 70. Uh, disputed. Disputed. How dare you? I just, when they, when it's like disputed, I want them to like rip off their shirt and like have a oh, giant golden belt. I, I, I picture them like, like a, uh, I do declare this is I disputed. I dispute my age. <laughs> I am 67 years old. You this do not dispute. You don't know my age. Only I know my age. <laughs> I challenge you to a duel. 
<laughs> a duel from Dewey. A Dewey duel. A Dewey duel. A Dewey duel. I challenge you to a Dewey duel. The Bunnell family duel. It's <laughs> a Bunnell family tradition. We're only allowed to use the weapon of our family, even... a Bunnell. We've a bunnel. developed a southern accent for this man. I don't know if he's southern at all. but Oh, he is. He definitely is. He definitely is. He seems like he'd have like a walrus mustache. Yeah. That, like he shaved it off and he'd be like a, you know, kind of that... An old judge. A whales? A whales accent? Whales. Oh, like, like a, uh, oh no, no, I can't do whales. A Dewey Bunnell, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, no, that's oh, like, a Cockney. So, yeah, super oh, yeah. like Cockney, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Dewey Bunnell, singer guitarist for America. It sounds like somebody that would stab you in the street. 70 years old. <laughs> Dewey uh, Bunnell. Who stabbed yeah. you, man? Oh my god. He said Dewey Bunnell. He's the type of person that, that does that pronounces his THs with the Fs. So he goes, That's like putting some shit in my mouth. <laughs> mouth. It's my like, mouth. It's putting put I'm singing with my mouth. Both mouth. both of them. Both of both them. Both of them came at me and put it in my mouth. Dewey Bunnell. <laughs> That's how he talks. <laughs> like, say hi to Dewey, our guitarist, Dewey Bunnell. He's like, fuck you. All oh, right, here's God. another one. Oh. Paul Stanley. Hey. hey. Singer guitarist of Kiss. 70. Not, That's not disputed. Dis not disputed. Not disputed. It's real. That's I'm real. 70. All right. Uh, Ian Hill. Ian Hill, bassist, Judas Priest. 71. You yeah. made it. You made it, buddy. Oh, we didn't. Oh, we didn't. Uh, oh, we're probably gonna get there. Never mind. What? Oh, the in memoriam. I, I just, uh, you know, because we had a big one happen today. Oh, and I didn't a add that. Big one. I didn't big, add that. Big, I didn't big, add big, a picture of it, so we'll talk about it in a second. Yeah. 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 Uh, Tracy Guns. Yeah. Hey, my my last name, name is Tracy Guns, and that is my last name. With two eyes. <laughs> I swear. Tracy with two eyes. I swear my first name is Tracy with two eyes. I swear my, my last oh, name is Guns. <laughs> I like how he clicked in there and made him like a it. ghost or something. Wait, oh. guitarist, LA Guns. There he is. Uh, oh, there we go. Brides of Destruction, and please, God, please, Guns and Roses. <laughs> Please let me be a part of your band. 56. Yep, he's 56, 56 years old. Yep, check him out. He is 56. Hey, hey, Steve, Steve Perry. Steve Perry. Steve Perry. A uh, former lead singer of Journey, 73. Nice. Um, and he has gone his separate ways. That's right. From Journey. Mm -hmm. And they have a younger singer who sounds just like him. When the lights go down in the city. Yep. You know. Absolutely. That's what they say. Yeah. You know. For sure. Uh, uh, greatest, uh, uh, by the way, separate ways, uh, greatest really uh, rock video ever made. A lot of uh, air. Greatest rock that, video like ever made. Air <laughs> keyboard. Be, in some circles, <laughs> could be considered. Yes. Uh, audience, please. Watch separate God, ways. Please. Watch the, have you seen the, the video for that, Dahlia? I have not, but I'm not going to stop believing. Okay. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. I love it. I, I um, would watch it, but we'll get DMCA'd, and I'll have to cut it out like I had to on the last episode. Oh, when we no. watched that um, uh, that Alex Lifeson side project band, yeah. Envy of None, that got flagged. No, yeah, and I had to cut it out of the episode. Wow, That's how strict YouTube man. was on it. No way. Yeah. So oh, when wow. I uploaded the video, I, I kind of learned my lesson. I'm like, okay, well, I can't play those. A good. It has to be like 30 seconds or less. Oh, okay. And then it probably won't get picked up. Oh, okay. If we sit there for a good amount of time and watch it. If you know we, I mean? 
You know what? Steve Perry in this picture looks pleasantly surprised. He does. Yeah. In both in both. In both pictures. But He's on the like, left yeah. one, yeah. It looks like somebody just told yep. him, uh, you know, uh, Mr. Perry, uh, your table, it's ready, sir. Oh yeah. Oh, That's right. Thanks. Oh. <laughs> and we Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Before before journey, that's the look of what happened on the airplane one time when somebody uh, accidentally bumped him up to first class. Right? Oh yeah, look at it. pleasantly uh, surprised. Okay. All right. That's that. That's that. <laughs> what else All do right. we got? My day. Let me get a drink. Uh, right Steven Adler, former drummer of Guns N' Roses, uh, fifty-seven. Is that a recent picture? That is. Steven Adler. I'm gonna go ahead and say, uh, sir, you are 57 years old. You need a goddamn haircut. <laughs> Just make it all the same length. Don't even, don't even. There's no reason to have those bangs. Um, just, just grow up now. Grow up. Come on, meow. Uh, Robin Zander, lead singer, guitarist, cheat trick, oh, yeah, baby. Yeah. There's a. He is 69. He's looking very dapper. Yeah, yeah. He's uh, looking. A newer Very picture dapper. of him. He's looking pretty good, right? I like that. Robin Zander. And if that's your real name, high five. But I doubt <laughs> it because uh, it just sounds too rock. It sounds uh, like a sci-fi name. You know what? It sounds like a cheap trick. Does it? Does it, Charles? <laughs> it sounds like a that's cheap it. trick. Okay. Well, Happy birthday to all of you but Kid Rock. Uh, to Kid Rock, uh, <laughs> I'm saying this from the pit of my soul. And to our fans... Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah. Meatloaf Situation is the name of my high school band. Yeah, Meatloaf Situation was actually yeah. when I uh, had my home ec class, and that's what the teacher said after uh, it, we all had to cook things. Yeah. Uh, and we'll get to Chris's Meatloaf Situation over here. Oh, yeah. And and everybody just kind of looked. They're like, oh, that's not a meatloaf. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was yeah. a Meatloaf Situation. It was a problem. It was more of a problem. Big time. Than an actual. You, you would do yeah. I can't do no, that. You can't no, do that. that's what my teacher said. She said, I'll do anything for uh, love, but I can't do that. Yeah. And she threw it in the trash. A, mm. meat, a meatloaf situation sounds like a pornographic movie gone wrong mm. after like somebody puts bad food on the set. Right. That's a meatloaf or situation. left it out for maybe a, a, a number of days. Yep. And it's become a situation now where it smells and it's causing a disturbance. Yep, absolutely. Right. A meatloaf situation is what a doctor tells you when your bowels are not right. Uh, <laughs> just give it to me straight, Doc. What do we got here? It's a meatloaf situation. <laughs> Dahlia, old man, laugh. straight. Oh, my God, dude. A meatloaf situation is when there's too many people on the bus <laughs> crowded together. Ah. Mm. Uh. But oh, seriously, R.I.P. Meatloaf. I mean, you know that sucks. But... <laughs> oh, oh no! <laughs> no! Oh, I'm so sorry. Yes. We, I just and, we, <laughs> and it, was, it was supposed to be an in memoriam. Yeah. Okay. So but, Meatloaf, yeah. rock god, uh, mm, amazing. Uh, uh, yeah. Well, rock I mean, god. I don't know. Rock god ish. <laughs> Uh, was did, had an amazing performance in the Rocky Horror Picture Show. He did. I will never forget that. He played that. Eddie. He played yep. Eddie. He was he was really good in that. Um, had an amazing performance in Fight Club as the character who yes with whose the nickname uh, was Bitch Tits. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Bob. And, and it was a Bob. Bob. Yeah, and he and amazing yeah, that performance. Was 
That was yep. Milo? Yeah, he passed and, away. And the song, um, I Would Do Anything For Love, is like probably one of the worst songs I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> but he is very talented, and uh, and I enjoy Meatloaf as a person. And theatrical. He's and theatrical. theatrical. He's yeah. a large man, and he's named after a dish uh, that you would find in a diner. Yeah. So... I love it. I, I'm, 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 uh, I'm There's happy. That. Okay, that well, he well I think that's that's good for him. Oh, and he did a kick-ass. Um, he played Jack Black's father in the Today oh, Show yeah. movie. That was, yeah, that's a Pick yeah. of Destiny in Pick of Destiny. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. That was uh, Meatloaf. So rest in peace, rest in peace, peace Meatloaf. Uh, pieces of Meatloaf. Got a kick-ass life. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. He did cool things. All yeah, right, absolutely. Let's get to some trivia then. What do you think, guys, on this day in 19... Well, this week in 1970, this band played the first of a two-night stand at the Felt Forum in New York City. Both shows are recorded and released as a very popular live album featuring selected tracks. Who was it, guys? Was it A, The Doors, B, The Rolling Stones, C, Santana, or D, David Crosby and The Cocaine Live and Live Unplugged. And unplugged. Oh, that was I love that performance. Yeah, that was a kind of a rare, a rare tour that he did mm-hmm. around that time. What do you guys think? 1970. This band played the first of a two-night stand at the Felt Forum. Creepy, creepy uh, sounding. Yeah, Felt, felt forum. forum. It was actually a forum just all made out of felt fabric. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it was. It just got really dirty and yeah, just stains everywhere. But yeah, not a not a popular venue. You always know somebody's gonna touch you there. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's just a given. <laughs> Both shows are recorded and released. It's a very popular. Way. <laughs> <laughs> just got felt up at the forum. You know. Uh, it's it's in the name. Oh man. <laughs> I'm gonna go. Okay, so Lalo, you you go ahead and. I'm actually, like, instead of going for what I would usually go for, which is of course David Crosby and the Cocaine Live and Unplugged. Um, I'm gonna go with Santana because I haven't yet seen them on one of these trivia questions yet, and ah. we've actually we got yeah, okay. the Doors and good the Rolling point. Stones sure, a lot. Sure, that's true. Like in that's the past. True. That's a good point. Good point. Okay, Santana. Uh, just a side note: this was called the Felt Up Forum originally, but they had to change their name due to legal reasons. No, that oh. makes sense. Yeah, it was. It was, and then they changed it just to the Felt Forum. But it was the Felt Up Forum, and they had a picture of a guy going like this oh. on, on the on the picture of the nice. on the tickets. Every ticket for the Felt Forum. Felt Is it Up Corey Forum. Feldman? It, it wasn't. It was. It was it? Corey Feldman wasn't born in 1970 yet. Oh, it's his dad, Corey Feldman. Felt Upman. Corey Felt Upman. It was actually their name, and they had to change it. Uh, Corey Felt Upman. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Little Corey, Fel- fact, Corey right? Feldman. Um, what do you think, Charles? Uh, I am going to go, I mean, I would go with D, David Crosby, and the Cocaine Live and Unplugged, mm-hmm. but I know that that performance, that infamous performance, actually occurred in 1973. Oh. Ooh. Yep, and it was and it was crazy what happened. Um, hey, Charles. It was very kind of like the, almost like the Nirvana Unplugged performance. Right. Um, but uh, David Crosby was so high on cocaine <laughs> Did. He ended up pulling out one of his six shooters and just blasting about four people. Wow. Uh, but, yeah, luckily he hit them in the shirt and uh, didn't cause any damage, and they just let him go because well, it was 1973. I heard that show was the one where he tried to emulate Jimi Hendrix where they, like, set his guitar on fire. Yeah. But he was just freebasing cocaine on his guitar, and it yeah. caught it on fire. His mustache. Right, and then everything just caught up in flames, and the, the fire department came. Yeah. It was a horrible show. Yeah. 
but horrible show. It could have been recorded for a live album. Well, this, I mean, I, it, no, it was recorded for a live album. <laughs> love that. I love that yeah, album. It's a great if you album. Play it and reverse it. It says all kinds of satanic right? messages. Sure. Oh. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go with uh, C. Santana, just like Lalo, because I think he's got a good point. We never talk about Santana on, mm. the, on All right. Here, so. uh, Dolly over there. Any, any guests you want to just shout out there? The great stuff here. Down. Great stuff oh, here, boy. Dolly. All right, let's just move on, and it's, <laughs> it's actually The Doors. Oh, oh, it's The Doors. Here's the album, Absolutely Live. Yes, here's The Doors, uh, and it was uh, recorded this week in 1970. Oh, look at that belt. stand at the Felt Forum yeah. in New York City. Both that, shows belt. Recorded. that belt is how he breaks on through. It's a four-buckle belt. Yeah, look at yeah. that, man. Those, You don't mess with that belt. No, no you, you do on not. Through. It's bulletproof. <laughs> All right. Uh, another trivia question here for you guys. This week in 2005, Ooh. Ted Nugent, Lau Lovett, Robert Earl Keane, and this headliner are among the performers in Washington, D.C. at the State of Texas Black Tie and Boots Ball Ooh. as part of President George W. Bush's inaugural week festivities. Oh, Who was it that was the headliner out there? Was it A, Kid Rock, B, Leonard Skinner, C, ZZ Top, or D, Cocaine Crosby's Crazy Cowboy Catastrophe. Man, that was a great little band he had there uh, in 2005. Ugh. You know, whatever what do, it is, what Lalo, think? whatever it is, um, I bet it smelled like uh, Little Smokies and barbecue sauce. Oh, yeah, 100%. You could smell Little Smokies a mile away. Little Smokies. Black Angus. Little Smokies a mile away is a good name for a song. <laughs> Black Angus. <laughs> Black Angus. Black Angus. And Black Angus. State of Texas Black Tide Boots Ball. A trough full of buttermilk ranch. Black Angus. Uh, I love Cocaine Crosby's Crazy Cowboy Catastrophe. I love that one. Um, they just build it as five C's. Yeah. No yeah. one knew who the band was. It's the C's. They came yeah. up and they're like, what the hell is going on here? Yeah, yeah. And yep, that's they what thought it was. They, were, they thought they were a mariachi band. He just mariachi. had a hat. He had a cowboy <laughs> hat. He threw it up in the air and just shoot his six-shooter at it and try and shoot it yeah. the whole time. Oh. <laughs> yeah. There was no music. And George Bush was just sitting there loving it. He loved it. He was yeah. slapping his knee. Yeah, he slapping his knee, Peyton. <laughs> he was just Peyton. <laughs> Um, so I am going to go with Kid Rock. Kid I'm, Rock, you think he was the headliner? Okay. I just, I, I just feel like could have been any of these artists. I mean, they could be up there, right? I feel like Kid Rock, uh, that he pulled himself from the dredges of his, of the poverty-stricken uh, Detroit. Situation yeah, it, that I he mean, was in. Yeah, poor guy, I mean, dude. He should have been in a seventeen room house but he was in a only in a 15 i think it was 15 dude it's 16 you're giving him too much credit he lived tough horrible he only horrible. had he only had six bathrooms mm -hmm. in that house absolutely and a tennis court it's tragic yeah. it is tragic what do you think lalo i was actually also gonna go with kid rock this is just like screaming seems, kid seems, rock to seems me. like kid rock huh yeah yeah dahlia what do you think it was kid rock it was you guys are very confident about this? Yeah. It was actually ZZ Top, okay? Oh, no that's way. right. ZZ Top, George W. Bush's uh, favorite band. Oh, like that's cool. Jazz Wizard. That's right. I, you know, that's cool. That's, that's a picture cool. From, the, from the show there. Yeah. So there they are. 
Oh, they are sharp-dressed men. That's right, and they have a little, you know, tailpipe you singing into it. Oh, that's two different people. Yes. Yeah. I thought yes. that was the same guy at, like, different no. camera angles, and they just, like, put the pictures next to <laughs> no, it. That looks like it. It's a bass, yeah. The, yeah, bass guitar. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, Dusty uh, Hill. Yeah. Dusty Hill. Yeah. Poor dude. You know, it's this is like when we saw Seether at Aftershock and they all look like the same person. They, oh, I totally forgot <laughs> yeah. about it. just the same Every, guy in like slightly different yeah. clothes. That's right. all, every single one of them looks like, like it. Just like yep. it. All right, movie TV entertainment news this week. Grammys postponed until April 3rd. So okay. that's when they're happening uh, for Grammys. Huh. This was a big deal with Act Xbox and Activision and Blizzard. You guys hear this? Microsoft bought. Oh. Activision. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. All did right. You hear about this? Gotcha. So, Sixty. Look at the price on this uh, acquisition. Oh yeah, because they're huge. Sixty-eight point seven billion dollars. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. That probably makes that. It's one yeah. of the largest tech acquisitions in history. In, yeah. Like the yeah. history of the world, uh, and it's gonna have to pass scrutiny from the U.S. and European regulators because it's so big. Oh yeah. They and, they make that money back on World of Warcraft alone. <laughs> I know. Right? Seriously, yeah, yeah, it's just crazy and that people pay so much money for that uh, yeah. type of stuff, like for all the in-game content and mm -hmm. all that mm -hmm. extra things, like the money in the game and oh, big time things like that. Uh, Blizzard is it? Blizzard is part of Activision. Yeah. So, okay, here's the deal: Microsoft bought Blizzard. Activision Blizzard is one company. Okay. Activision Blizzard is, and they have all the all these. These are their big big oh, games okay. but all of those games underneath the developers like treyarch uh raven high moon enox yeah infinity war demonware uh they're they're all included in that deal which oh, is huge yeah so. uh blizzard uh blizzard also does that that one um oh, overwatch overwatch and overwatch was a big one that was a free game that people were paying i mean kill i mean i know people who paid hundreds of dollars of their own money yeah, yeah, yeah. In-game yeah. content. Overwatch, you actually still had to pay, like, the base, like, 60 bucks for. But yeah, then just was... for the game. And then on yeah. top of that, you're paying for other stuff, oh, too, yeah, right? Yeah. It's it's one of yeah. those games with that kind of, like, loot crate, like, gambling yeah. system yeah. type thing. Where and it's like that's it's kind of yeah. controversial because they're kind of prying on kids, like, inherent nature to, like, want to do those kind of, like, gambling, like, oh, yeah. ooh, what am I going to get, you know? Yeah. And it's fun. And, you know, and they, they it's, like, almost, um, you know, not adolescent or legal gambling but in a way it kind of is they design it that way where yeah. you know it's like on apex or whatever right you it's, buy, <laughs> it's like a, a slot machine you know yeah. it's like you buy a little thing and it gives you a little slot machine kind of readout of your prize and it's like that could be super addicting for kids you know they're mm -hmm. like man they're just chasing that like trying to get the big win right like chasing the dragon yeah like, they are oh it's um, heroin uh, <laughs> it is. Um, you know, it's just like when you buy. Um, I remember buying like Injustice and uh, and fighting games, and you would buy the additional characters for like right. you know maybe twenty bucks. DLCs, yeah. yeah. And then uh, and then all of a sudden they would say, oh, like six months later, oh, buy Injustice Platinum Edition, and it would have all the, the characters all the, yeah. there. Yeah, for oh, drive me crazy. Mortal Kombat is guilty of that too. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. That, they, they nickel and dime yeah. you like that as a consumer. And that's yeah. the problem now. They're trying to do these free model type of games. They're moving Call of Duty towards that where, oh, the game's free, but look at all this cool stuff you can buy that makes you a better player and gives yeah. you an edge and, you know, blah, 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 and it looks cool. 
because when you get the basic stuff for free, you're just like, oh, I don't, this isn't as fun, you know? Yeah, yeah. I want to, I want that cool thing, right? And yeah, that's how they get you. So, big mm. companies, big acquisition. We'll nice. see what happens with that. You know, that's going to be a big deal in the in the coming years. It looks like they probably would have gotten the same amount of money if they bought a ton of crack. Because <laughs> that's all that is. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah, that's yeah. all it is. Digital crack. Yeah. Speaking of digital crack, Netflix digital keeps crack. upping their price, too. Oh, yeah. It's like the drug dealer that gets you, oh, the first one's free. Oh, it's only five bucks. No, that's that's 15 bucks now. Uh, fifteen ninety nine. But look at the trends over the years. Just totally worth it. About five, six years, uh, from seven ninety nine all the way up to fifteen ninety nine. Wow. It's totally worth it to me. It's totally worth it. Right. I'm I'm surprised Netflix isn't much more. I mean, I Netflix content is and it's and please um sponsor us and send me a guitar, Netflix. Um, <laughs> Netflix, Netflix guitar. content is is Netflix just guitar. awesome. <laughs> I'm uh, honestly like just seriously awesome. Their movies are are killing it. The shows are out of just, all the pay services. Oh my God. I think they're definitely uh, the best. Okay. Oh yeah. So we pay. We actually pay money for HBO Max, and I would say I watch Netflix about ten times as much as yeah. HBO Max. Right. And it's just, it's just. I think it's, it's the depth, awesome. of, the, the depth of what they have. Right. Yeah. I mean, Netflix has everything. HBO yeah. Max just Ooh. doesn't have enough. Yeah. Yeah. But in terms yeah. of original content and new stuff, I think HBO Max is starting to maybe. You know, it's it's making a dent. Yeah, it's, yeah, they're, right. they're making progress. Netflix is the heavy hitter; they're the big ones, right? Well, you know, for HBO Max, what's what's cool is to take somebody out to go to a movie, to go on a movie date. Um, you're probably going to be spending about a hundred bucks, mm-hmm. and that's basically what you're paying in a year for HBO Max. <laughs> and they, and they <laughs> right. release those movies Very on true. HBO Max, and you can so watch like, it in the comfort of your own home. Yeah, and you get everything yeah. else. It's it's true. I mean, but yeah, it's only going up by a dollar, guys. So. Well, a dollar fifty from fourteen dollars yeah. to fifteen forty nine. Uh, you know what? I honestly, have you guys ever watched a show on Netflix called Moving Art? Uh uh-uh. uh. It's a sh- okay. So it's it's really weird. It's just like uh, there's no narration or anything. It's just like a bunch of nature pictures and little snapshots of nature that oh. just go on for like twenty five minutes, and you put it on as like a background. Yeah, that's and cool. And it's like the coolest thing. There's one. Yeah, I like I yeah. like stuff like that. There's there's a twenty there's one twenty five minute long episode called Flowers, and it's just flowers. Yeah, yeah. Like opening in slow that's motion cool, and closing in slow motion. Yeah, that, that kind of and stuff. And you're just like. Like, you just get completely stuck on it. Yeah. It's crazy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They go to different countries and stuff. They'll just, That's it'll cool. just be like Sounds one good. word. Yeah, it's it's awesome. Check this out. Look at this, guys. I thought this was a cool story. It's not rock news, but oh. movie entertainment news. I thought this was a really cool idea. Pete Davidson and Colin Jost have bought an old defunct Staten Island ferry boat. Okay. And they're going to turn it into a comedy club and a music venue. What? Yeah. That so, is awesome. It's actually bought, pretty cool, yeah. They bought it for $280,000 at an auction. I think this might be the picture of the actual boat. And it's an old defunct Staten Island ferry boat. And they're going to, uh, uh, it says it's going to be a 5,200 uh, capacity venue. Gosh darn it. A 5,200 capacity ferry into a live entertainment space and event venue with comedy, art, and food. Wow. Isn't that cool? I love it. I thought that I was such a cool to, yeah. idea. That is great. And I wonder if they're able to like get away with stuff because they'll be out on the water. 
Like they could, you know, kind of be away from the laws a little bit. Oh, because I of think, the implication. Yeah, the implication. Because the implication. Got to go. Of the implication. Yeah. They got nowhere to go. No one can get at them. You know? Yeah. The They'll have to submit. It's the implication. I, I think that uh, a lot of, like, almost like the Delta Queen in Sacramento. If it's, oh, if well, it's, if it's docked, though. Yeah, that's docked. If doc. it's docked, mm, then. Okay. But if they're actually if going to act, be. Yeah, yeah. Good point. Yeah. yeah. That, that's a good point. You have to be so many miles out in order yeah, for international. right, right, right. That's the implication. Yeah. That's the, the implication. implication. Okay. All right, some news from around the world. Speaking out in the water, look at this aerial shot. Wow. There's, there's the volcano when it happened. Wow. And the plume of smoke that came out of it. Uh, you guys remember this? Uh, the yeah. The volcano explosion. We we. Yeah, well, it, for us out here on the West Coast, it was kind of a weird thing. We woke up on Sunday, and we got a tsunami warning oh, for yeah. the coastline of California, and we're like, what is going on? Yeah. And apparently, there was a huge volcanic eruption, and it's the first time in a long time, uh, but it really affected this uh, island of Tonga, the yeah. island nation yeah. closest to this. The tsunami hit their island's capital, flooding the rain of volcanic ash and all this stuff. It, it, only 100,000 people there. Uh, they were largely cut off from the rest of the world as phone Ooh. and internet connections are down there. Yeah, so, yeah. Pretty crazy. So, I'm, you know. It, yeah. We, we talk about it from a distance like, oh, man, that's wild. But those people, it's like it was a huge catastrophe in yeah. their area, you know. So I, I grew up with the Tongan family. They were like cousins to us. And so shout out to the Tongan people. Oh, oh wow. Seriously? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh. Um, one of them, uh, Lucy, she actually spoke at Grandma's, uh, Grandma Lucy's, uh, funeral. Oh, no. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, the Tongan people, they're awesome, man. And, and this is, this is crazy. I've seen some of the, some of the aftermath of this on that yeah, it's island. Pretty wild. it's pretty rough. It is pretty bad. It, it's just, it's so crazy because, uh, because, you know, a lot of people, God, stupid Americans, so like they were telling people not to go to the beaches on the west coast uh right in california and then of course everybody and went there, yeah there's tons of people who were out there just like standing there waiting and then you the tsunami take yeah me. and then you think about the tsunami that happened in the philippines like 10 years ago and like the destruction and devastation and just the chaos and tragedy well we're such like a, what we're such a like doing? instagram culture they're trying to yeah. be like oh look at tsunami yeah. uh, live on my instagram yeah, or oh, whatever. Yeah, yeah. TikTok, big you're time. right. I, I think it's just social media in general. Just that yeah, in general. Yeah, right? that's like true. Like trying to capture something like... Uh, media yeah. in general. Yeah. Think about all the times that we grew up and there would be like some news reporter and they would be like, I'm in the world. Uh, hurricane. Yeah, I'm out here. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. Fines, that was the big deal. And that was like the sign over. of a good reporter or like, yeah. whoa, you, like they're out there in the in the, in the stuff, yeah. right? You know? You brave the storm. Yeah, getting the real story. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, a, a lot of this stuff was was happening, and I was just thinking tool anemia, or anema. Anima. Learn to I was swim. Just thinking An anima, it's like yeah. anima. 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 Yeah. Alexa anima. says anima. anima. Yeah. <laughs> but right. yeah, yeah, yeah. That it all went along with. Well, her. hopefully everybody's doing as well as they can over there and recovering as much as they can. Yep. Uh, it was speaking, a speaking of, like, crazy event. Oh my god. What? Ooh. Oh my god. He must have been drifting on something. Yeah. That's insane. 
That's crazy. That's all. I mean, that's, that's just, a crazy. That's bar great story. that he survived. The, the buffest yeah. Tongan man in the world who just they butterfly stroked his way twenty-seven they are like, miles. They're like crazy strong. Yeah. All right. Well, look at this, guys. As we uh, finish up the week here, this is a picture of a real Aww. after-school club that's starting to get a little bit of attention. The Satanic Temple After School Satan Club Aww, yeah. uh, in Illinois. Uh, this isn't your that. typical after school club. So Elementary school kids in Moline, Illinois got mm. invited to an after school Satan Club with five different meeting dates in January. Flyers for the club were placed in the school's lobby, shared on social media. Some parents were angry, uh, angry about it, obviously. The Satanic Temple says on its website, that it operates the clubs that select schools where good news clubs also operate. I don't know what that means. Still, it was enough to catch the attention of the superintendent writing a letter, blah, blah, blah. What do you guys think of this? So, you know. Oh, this this actually is really funny because uh, something very similar happened to Lalo uh, when oh. you were in third grade. Yep. So, exactly the, like, we got, the, we got these flyers for the Discovery Club. And it was this huge thing that was posted around his elementary school. It was the Discovery Club. And it said, come uh, do cool designs and, and archaeological things. And you'll be doing some cool digs and learning about this. And yeah, bro. Like it had this whole thing, right? <laughs> and it was like, join the Discovery Club. And only like 20 kids can so be a part of it and sign up real fast yeah. for it. So... Uh, Lalo <laughs> brought the flyer home, and I was like, oh, man, this looks like a really cool after-school activity, yeah, right? Yeah, right out. So we signed him up, and then um, and then I get a call from Lalo's mom, and she's like, yo, did you see what this was? Like, the the content that Lalo brought back home? And I'm like, no, it's, it, it what, what, what was it? And it was a, it was a Bible study group. Oh, right. It was right. a Christian Bible study group. And they were parading as like, it was like an evangelical Bible study group. And they yeah. were parading as like the Discovery Club. And they didn't mention religion once in the entire thing. Right. And I was furious. <laughs> I was furious. Yeah. And not because, um, no offense to like, you know, our our, our Christian audience. That, that had nothing to do with it. It just had to do with the fact that it was like a very kind of it was like, like yeah, yeah. Yeah. pretense. Yeah. They duped you into it, like yeah, Discovery I, Club. Yeah, and so I called the principal and I was like, hey, like, hey, if this was any other religion, like you guys would be. If yeah, it was the, the Discovery Club, Club for discovering Satan, for example. Yeah, I was like, you know, <laughs> and he was trying to talk me down. He's like, no, it's okay, Charles. I'll talk to him. Like, no problem. That's not his accent, by the way. His <laughs> no. accent was. Was, it yeah. was we can't uh, do the accent do the because accent. but um it was but, so but, cartoony yeah it was very cartoonish um but he was just like don't worry about it i'll talk to him and they sent me an apology letter and then they had to like put you know they had to like resend out the flyers with like christian implications and stuff but i was like yo if this was like a muslim or scientology yeah. or yeah mormon or anything like if that you guys would be like there would be parents with with pitchforks and freaking yeah. What's like, going yeah, on here? What exactly. You kids? Yeah, I was like, this that's that's not cool. But anyway, yeah, that was my story. No, that's very yeah. similar. And it involved this guy right here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, this is pretty obvious. Yeah. Right. I that's mean, pretty look obvious. at their logo. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah. Fallen Angel Club. Lucifer, the Fallen Angel Club. The most beautiful of all angels. Come with us and draw. All right, check this last story out for rock news, guys. I wanted to give a shout-out to this guy who I don't know how he did it, but, okay, here, let me switch uh, the cameras here for you guys so you can see this. This is a guy who apparently, uh, let me transition. Oh, yeah, wait, hold on. I got to switch it. Hold on. We'll, we'll get it there. We're in a transition. Yeah. Okay, so this guy stole a 8000 dollar guitar oh was it a seagull in his pants what how is it possible you may ask how did somebody oh, steal man. a guitar in his pants well we're gonna about we're about to watch i feel it, like guys. i know how he would do it all right well here check Let's it see. out here's the footage of him put that in my pant leg there Look at he drops like his sunglasses. He goes to pick his sunglasses up. He's got the guitar hanging out of his. Oh yeah, look at that. Still. Oh, look at the employee over there to the right. Like he's right there. No, he doesn't do anything. He I doesn't even what? notice. I didn't even know what I was looking at at first. All right, well let's watch it again. Watch that's how exactly he puts how it in I there. Watch it. how he puts it in. Oh, look that's... at he's, he's playing it like you know blah blah blah. Look at he's, yeah. he put, now he puts the headstock in his pants. He's playing Stairway to Heaven, so everyone's walking away. <laughs> They're not listening. They're upset. He moved the whole, the whole headstock into his pants. It's like right where his knee is now. Basically, the headstock of the guitar. Can you see it on the head? On oh, the yeah. yeah. Right there? Oh, yeah. So this guy, he was able to pull this off. He walked out of the store. And yeah. they're actually looking for this guy. And they oh, he's got a mask on and a hat, too. Yeah. yeah. He, he cinched up the, the thing there in his uh, jacket. And look at He picks up another guitar. Another one. Yeah, just about to play it like nothing, like no big deal. Isn't that crazy? That's nuts. And he just like he just, I mean, the the balls on this guy to oh, be able yeah. to just do this part right here is like insane. Like you got to be. He I practiced don't know. it. He's that wearing sweatpants. A smooth criminal. He's got he's got a big baggy outfit. He's got yeah. the right jacket and the right pants for it, definitely. It's supposedly an $8,000 custom Les Paul guitar. It was a Les Paul? Yeah. Oh, nice. And it was like a 59, a legit 59. Ooh. Honestly, like Les Paul. So the only, the issue with that is, okay, so musicians out there, um, these guitars are like coveted. And if you try to sell that thing, you better sell it like on the black market. No, somebody's yeah. Somebody's going to find it fast. No, you're right. He's not yeah. going to get $8,000 for that. Yep. Uh, somebody's going to no. find that fast. Fast. Maybe he just wanted point. the guitar. I mean, he earned it, honestly. I know, right? <laughs> you gotta, you gotta kind of. Yeah, intuitive. It to the guy. It's like stealing Mark's money from a bank. Oh yeah, yeah. big time. Yeah, I absolutely. Know, right? That is. Yeah, a you very might as well just keep comparison. it. Yeah, you might as well just keep it and just enjoy it because no one's gonna be able to take that anywhere, right? Yeah. yeah. Very true. Uh, all right, so I think that's it for us this week, guys. <gasps> is it? I'm that, having so much fun. I know, I know. That's it. I, I think that's it for us. That's the last story of the week. Uh, uh, make sure you guys look us up on YouTube. We're on there. We're posting these uh, on Monday or maybe on the weekend. I'll post it tomorrow for you guys. Uh, YouTube, you can watch it on demand. Make sure you guys give us a like and a follow. Twitch.tv slash rocknewsweekly. Uh, subscribe to us on our YouTube channel, rocknewsweekly.com. At uh, Rock News Weekly, tw Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all that good stuff. If you enjoyed our episode, please rate it in the Apple and Google stores. It does help us out with the algorithms. 
Thank you guys for tuning in, and we'll see you next week. Have a good one. Peace. Peace. All righty. Have a good night, guys. We'll see you next time. We'll see you next time. Peace. Oh, dog hair. Dog hair. Dog hair all over me. Dog. Dog hair, dog hair. Hey, so did you like it? Uh, Dahlia, did you like my, um, the, the riff? That was awesome. All kind of put together? Yeah. It's not finished yet, but. It was beautiful. Oh, thanks. I loved it. Yeah. I actually had a, uh, I was reading this book. Uh by Joe Abercrombie uh, and it's part of a series called the First Law series and there's this battle between this guy named Three Trees and this other guy named Fenrid and it was like they when they clashed in this it was very it was a very crazy kind of like battle with like this real old kind of busted up like warrior and like this other crazy other kind of warrior and I was just thinking Oh man, that's that's like perfect. That like goes along with it. So like the that all all of that stuff put together. I was thinking about that that scene in that book. Dude, that jam is it's dope as fuck. I I I I, I, mean, the, I like need to I need to the song. Yeah, I need that's to awesome. put it together. I need to like put it together better. A dude at work, he owns a studio and he's got like a couple of uh, uh, artists that have like a. Uh, got some awards and stuff like that. He was like, I sent him it. He was like, you know, like that. I was like, yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah, it's fucking awesome. Yeah. It's oh, a thanks. masterpiece. Thank you. I like it. It's not, I haven't uploaded it to like YouTube or anything yet, but um, I, I just need to get the, uh, need to get the, uh, what should we call it? The timing down. I think it's timing down. That's a trickiest piece though. Yep. Especially if you're gonna play with other people that are gonna add lines to it. Yeah. You wanna stick with those, the, like the measures. Yeah. Like the one, two, three, four, yep, or yep. whatever time signature you're going with. But yeah, so. And now a message from one of our sponsors. Hey, son. You feeling okay? Yeah, just a little down in the dumps. <laughs> Don't worry, kiddo. I got just the thing. What's that sound? It sounds like the wall is breaking. Hey y'all, I'm Chicken Marrow Nubbins, renowned blues harmonica player. Now I may be known for sucking on my harmonica, now I want to share my passion for sucking on chicken bones. Chicken Marrow Nubbins are grade A chicken bones with the nubs broken off so you can suck all that sweet, sweet marrow nubbins out easily. Wow, Chicken Marrow Nubbins is so cool. Yeah, but what's wrong with his teeth? Well, I'm glad you asked. That's all the chicken grease that keeps my harmonica sliding through the night. No, seriously, that's disgusting. It smells like death. Don't you sass me, boy. You just hit my son. Dad, call the police. Well, hold on a minute. These are pretty good. Wait, wait a second. Where'd he go? He left a massive hole in our wall. But he filled a hole in our hearts. So get some chicken marrow nubbins tonight from yours truly, Chicken Marrow Nubbins. <laughs>